took my lad to Leeds. Wednesday episode. I'm pointing at lad when I do this. 18. Yes, episode 18 of Lockdown. Boom. Did you think originally when we start, when we reintroduced for Lad to Leeds podcast, we'd be doing this amount of episodes straight away? We're banging them out, aren't we? I was positive about yeah, it. I was well, thinking, well, yeah. It's, it's fun, isn't it? You're still enjoying it? Yeah. I know you get you get a bit bored with the old man's ramblings on these things, <laughs> but we're still there. I hope certainly uh, everybody listening doesn't get too bored and, and enjoys this. Remember, uh, like I said at the end of uh, last uh, Tuesday's podcast you can get in touch with us or talk anything Leeds United we feel like all we're trying to achieve here is keep everyone talking Leeds United during lockdown that's a one thing that's why we're doing it for nothing else we just want to be able to give every Leeds United fan even if it's just a little wry smile whatever we do on this podcast or on our socials just a little smile and spend a little bit more time talking Leeds United in what is a weird ass time uh sorry for the swear there <laughs> um anyway yeah uh at lad to leads twitter instagram lad to leads at gmail.com anytime you want to have a conversation with us there was uh, a great episode we talked about this in tuesday's show uh episode of match of the day top tens which kind of is replacing match of the day hosted by gary lineker alan shearer ian wright what do you think of gary lineker alan shearer and ian wright um gary lineker um, know that he pooed on the pooed himself one time, didn't he? Pooed himself. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. It's when he was playing for. Right. Yes. No, go on. No, I think it was. Like I love that's where you go for. If we say yeah. Gary Lineker, and you think that, yeah, you know, not, yeah, not no, even. He, did not though, he, he? he could have owned. You know, oh, he owns bars in Ibiza and stuff. No, he pooed himself. Se- once. Search it up. I'm telling you now. Well, it was like for England or something. I and he, and he pooed like, himself. Was like, what about Alan Shearer then? So Lineker pooed himself. <laughs> Alan Shearer. What do you um, think? Of, what do you think of Shearer? Um, you know, just a class striker, you know? Unreal striker. Oh, yeah. Loved scoring against Leeds, yeah. unfortunately. He was like one of he was gutted when Leeds got relegated because of that. Yeah. Ian Wright. Um, you know, another good striker. You know, very... I think, didn't he mainly played for London clubs, mm-hmm. didn't he? Well, played, you know, played with Viduca up at, at Celtic. Went to Celtic. Yeah, just another good English striker. He, he's got... um. He's got this strange affinity for Leeds, apparently. It came out this season when he was really backing Enketia. You know, obviously Arsenal. Have you got the story? You've, I can see in your face you've got the story <laughs> for Lineker. <laughs> Gary Lineker uh, takes a mm, and wipes his backside on the pitch. <laughs> That's the first thing that comes up. There's a video, is there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at this. Where is this? So that's England versus Ireland. 1990. I think it is. Okay, and we're looking at some players. The whistle's been blowing. Uh, Lineker's down. And he's getting surrounded by players, and he is moving along the ground suspiciously. I mean, is he? Has he? Is he? I don't know about that. I I mean, I don't... Let's move on. Let's move on anyway. That's, That's nuts. Going back to Ian Wright, whilst lads fascinated yeah, by this yeah, now, lads, lads can't can't move away from the fact that Gary Lineker <laughs> did. I mean, I've just watched the footage. I'll leave it up to you guys. 
if you want to go, if you want to go and chase that up, you know what to search. That was on YouTube. Um, going back to you, Ian Wright likes Leeds. He's always going to say, he came out and said it at one point, that he actually likes Leeds. And the whole point of talking about that show anyway, that went down a thread, I never thought it would, um, is they did this top tens of the uh, top ten best players that have never played for the top Premier six Premier League clubs. Now, straight away, before I get on to where I'm aiming with this, what do you think about this? The 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 Prem's big six were these: the Scum, yeah. Arsenal, Liverpool, then Chelsea, Spurs, and City. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, when you when you think when you think of Premier League top six, you think of those clubs. I know Leicester are in it right now. I know they're like in the mix of it. But when when you think of top six, you don't you don't. But think Leicester, of Leicester have won the league as well. Yeah, but you've got to think teams. It's like Leicester on have, teams. have won the league. Te- teams have finished top more six. times than Liverpool in the Premiership. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. But like you've got to think about it. Do Leicester finish top six year why in, year would, Why would Spurs get in ahead of Leicester? Because they finished top... I they, I guarantee you they finished top six more times than that, Leicester. They haven't done it often, and, and Leicester have won it. But yeah, obviously. But, like, you know, to, when you when you associate top six, you always associate it... You, Man United, obviously. That, that's Why obviously not Everton in there? Because... They've Everton, been in it, never been relegated. Yeah, obviously, in like you know, in the nineties, obviously never been when they relegated. were strong, when when they were strong, said so yeah, yeah, teams aren't going to be relegated from there, but they still know. finish mid table. Like, I don't know. Do you know the ones that just get me out of that? Scum, okay, get yeah, get it right. Not 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 arguing. Scum My fans. only problem is City. City, I'm I'm less. If we're talking past ten years, I would then, put, yeah, I would put City above Spurs and Chelsea. I, I think Chelsea. Me, I think Spurs and Chelsea for me. So there's, Chelsea and City are similar in that that I, I would argue City are a bigger club than Chelsea anyway. Taking right away the right no, no, taking oh. away the owners. You think? I think so. Chelsea are a tiny London club that got a load of money thrown into them. You oh, could it, say oh, that. Honestly, historically, look at it. Chelsea. You could say that about City, though. Chelsea are not a big club. You could say that about City. Out of London. Um, C- City. I would City. put Palace is bigger than Chelsea. The best way the best way you could put City Charlton. right now. The best way you could put City right now is that they they were just kind of like, you know, your average, like, kind of like, you know, Burnley-sized club. <laughs> City yes, were not were. a Burnley-sized club. Right, man. City, City were crap. Before they got bought by them Arabs, they can't. Uh, Arabs? Um, they no. I I tell you what it was. They were owned by a Thai billionaire before that, and he threw a bit of cash at it, but it was going upside down for him. And then these guys came. Is that, and is that, yeah, them. Like, like before that, Kevin C- Keegan, C- City, Iris, Sven and all. City have only have only been finishing top six for the City past did like, twelve years. City did a lead. They were in the Premiership and dropped like a stone. They dropped further, in fact. They, they dropped into like League Two and Conference. Mm, yeah. So like, but, but they I mean, still took they still took a lot of fan. They did it. They were very similar to Leeds that fan base, although when the fan base is just kind of I'm, dropped. Well, now. well, I'm telling you now, if we had that size stadium now in the Championship, we'd fill it. And that's the only thing. City don't fill their stadium. Yeah. And I hate to. I've got some good mates who are City fans because we do kind of have this 
affinity for hating Man United. So we have got a lot in common, although a City fan will always turn around that Ma- these Ma- Manchester people don't like Leeds. Simple as that. Yeah, there's a, but, I have a problem with City fans but, as well. But, I don't like them. Well, it, they don't fill their stadium. I'm sorry. It's, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, Leeds would fill that stadium. If, if you picked up the Etihad and plonked it on top of Ellen Road, we we would absolutely fill that stadium. Um, anyway, but do you see that that top six already? It does give you a bit of a problem, doesn't yeah. it? When when you look at, I was like, what? So anyway, Alan Shearer wasn't allowed to be in there because obviously he was a host. But what was what was lovely about it, and it totally took me by surprise because I wasn't expecting it, was both David Batty and Gary Speed were included in the top tens of all three um you know it varied what position they were in but uh like for example uh at Shearer went speed number one what what when I showed you that what what would you agree with that in in there just from what you know lad because I'm riddled with bias but I was so happy to see that on on the weekend on Saturday and when we when you saw the footage what did you think well, what they were just saying about David Batty was that he was just, you know, he didn't really care about playing football and, like, like he hated training, did they say? Mm. He, like, what? who said it? Shearer. Was it Shearer? Shearer said... Played with him at Blackburn and Newcastle. He, he was the last one to turn up at training, mm. but he was always the first one to go. Mm. So he'd never, he'd never stay after and he'd never get there early. Uh, do you know what I find really interesting about that is how... And this, uh, I felt at the time this was true, and and I felt afterwards when we went and watched the LS Eleven podcast, for example, and um, it was brought up there with, with the panel about you know wouldn't it be great having David Batty as a motivational person back? Is how motiv- I felt like with Batty there was this motivational aspect to him. People enjoyed being with him and playing with him, and yeah. uh, you know according to Shearer, that literally was only on the pitch where that happened. Yeah. Uh, or that, you know, a couple of hours of training, maybe. Yeah, that was, that was really... And Ian Wright even said that he'd loved being around. Yeah, and... which is weird for someone who just turned up and went home and obviously just didn't yeah. social socialise with the obviously, guys. Obviously, yeah. Is, um, that's what it, I think Shearer was getting at. I mean, maybe he wasn't, it wasn't as clean-cut as that and maybe it's over-exaggerated a bit because I have heard stories of bats you know, being out with the lads and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. and Not doing anything silly, but, you know, having fun outside yeah. of football with teammates. What about Gary Speed? Because, I don't know, I, I kind of... I, I'm assuming you might not know as not m- much not about Speed as Batty because out of the two, I'd probably bang on about Batty more than yeah. anyone. Miles more. <laughs> Right, but um, Gary Speed. But when they went went through that, what were you thinking? Um, what did you take away? On I knew, I knew that he was quite a good player. Yeah. And anyway, I knew he was a good player. Mm. You know, and then you know, I didn't really know anything about him really at all. Anything that surpri- surprised you about him when you saw the footage at the show? He scored a lot of headers. Yeah. I don't know. He it was, was great. Really surprised yeah. me when you saw him. When you saw him. He uh, he never looked like the type of player that mm-hmm. that would would rise. I have got um, with Gary Speed uh, so much love for because of the Leeds uh, connection, obviously. But when I was living in London, and this is when uh, Lad and his sister and Mum were up in uh, Stockport, still, uh, I was working in London for a few years. 
and I went to my local once, and uh, who who'd be sitting there in my local, Gary, Gary Speed. Speed, and I'd had a few, so I was feeling confident and going <laughs> over, and I was like, oh my god, there's Gary Speed, there's Gary Speed, and he was like with a mate, and he was you know he was sitting there having a drink himself, so I thought, do you know what? I would regret it if I, I actually I would regret it if I didn't speak to him, but. I was bottling it and bottling it more and more. So I wasn't getting more confident and confident. The longer I was there, I was, I was bottling it, bottling it. And then I went to the toilet and who was coming out? Gary Speed. And I went, this is it. And I, and I said, oh, Gary. And he, he'd obviously seen me clocking him before and he went, you're a Leeds fan, aren't you? And I went, mate, I'm a massive Leeds fan. And I, think, I literally just went, please, can I talk to you? <laughs> and he turns around to me, he goes, mate, go to the toilet. And then when you come back, come sit down next to me. What do you want to drink? And he went and got me a drink. And I then went and sat down. And even though he was with a mate, he sat and talked to me, which in my mind was hours. And we talked. And I remember saying to him, will you come back? I said, will you come back to Leeds? Because you know, I think at this moment in time, he was manager of Wales. And I said, will you come back to Leeds? Will you come back and manage? Because, yeah, I don't know. We were probably in a flipping, you know, <laughs> some kind of crazy mess where we had Steve Evans or something. Like that. I can't remember what the timeline was, but we certainly weren't, you know, flying. He said, will you come back to Leeds and sort it out? Maybe, do you know what? In all fairness, I think it was Simon Grayson at the time. So we were doing oh. all right. <laughs> so, and I think he said, one, I think Grayson's doing a good job. And then two, he goes, I don't think the club would want me back. I went, what? I said, what? What do you mean? He said, I don't think the club would want me back. I said, that is nonsense, man. Uh, but anyway, it was, that was Gary Speed. Um, I, you know, I, I love remembering that moment. He was such a lovely bloke. He, he was he was wonderful. And everybody says that. And I, I, I can prove that as well. Because, you know, for someone to buy me a pint and listen to, to me rambling about Leeds United in your ear. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you lot do it. Uh, but imagine me doing this drunk. Anyway, let's get Mervyn out. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Spin those balls. Imagine if Mervyn brings up Gary Speed to talk about now. Do we roll it again, or, or do we just move on? Mervyn is a bingo machine, and a ball will. All the balls are numbered. Uh, those numbers represent a Leeds United subject. Mervyn will now randomly give us a ball. Spin it. Come on, Merv. There we go. He's in great form this week. What number do we have? 28. 28. You're not going to believe it. Oh, Gary Speed was just a few away from that. It's Harry Kuehl. Harry Kuehl. Now, uh, you may remember uh, in the quarantine series early on, we, we, we ended up talking about uh, Harry Kuehl. Yeah. And I, 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 I am so torn sometimes about Harry Kuehl. I find it quite distressing because he was a wonderful player for Leeds when he was with us. He was absolutely amazing. Uh, when you hear uh, that Mark Viduka video, I think we kind of re reposted it or played a clip of it uh, on our socials. So go go for it if you haven't seen it. It's an ESPN interview and he talks about Dukes, how he didn't have a great relationship with Kuehl. And I kind of remember at the time... Um, there was like this kind of rumor about that Kuehl was wasn't necessarily uh, you know one of the lads, you know. But that's probably because he was so amazing because he trained and took it seriously. And you know, I feel 
uh, he was naturally gifted um, up there with the best of them. I mean, some of the goals he scored, some of the crosses he, he scored, you know, that whole, what would I call it, where you do the thing, foot behind the other foot to cross it, you do it, you 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 practice Rub- out there. What do we call it? Rabona. You know, where, where you score like that and you go, like with the, the one behind that. He used to cross balls like that for fun. Oh. In in games. I think it's a Rabona. In games, he used to do that. I mean, this guy what? had an absolute toolkit of, of stuff, you know. He he was amazing. Uh, the goals he scored as well. I mean, everyone was a banger. Everyone was an absolute banger. Um, it came to a head when uh, we things were going upside down. Players were leaving left, right and centre and it was Kuhl's turn. He had, t- he had time left on his contract. And at the time, he was that good, lad. This He should have been going for 15 mil, 20 mil. He Which was is probably good. a lot back then. He went for five. He went for five mil to Liverpool. And apparently, if I remember, there was something ridiculous, like, like Leeds got £500,000 of it and the rest went to the agent. And actually, when, when you hear Dukes talk about uh, why they didn't get on, it was to do with Harry Kuehl's agent. Uh, Viduka used to have the same agent. Yeah. Um, the agent, in, in, he always looked like a bad guy out of a Star Trek film. That's all I remember. I just remember he's this hair and his head, real tall guy. Kind of like the guy who, if you Chewbacca, who played Chewbacca, he looked a bit like him in my head. I might have this completely wrong. Can't remember the guy's name. But uh, yeah, he went off to Liverpool and uh, his, his career just went went off the radar then. I think he had one or two good games for him. He famously got subbed in that big comeback game out in Istanbul for Liverpool. Um, and then he went away and he did the, the ultimate sin in our eyes at the time and signed for yep. that Turkish side that we won't give any uh, more airtime for, which kind of really... So those two elements, if I remember, is him signing for, the, for that Turkish side and the way he left. I remember Gary Lineker, the guy who pooed himself on the pitch, actually did an article about it and saying, you know, it was all out of order and very much in, on lead side. So there was obviously something there that at the time I didn't really uh, understand. He he was such a great player. That the joy he gave me at Leeds counteracted with how he left and what he did beyond that. And apparently, uh, I don't know if it's true, so apologies, there was some kind of reference to that and how Leeds fans should maybe get over it in recent time that went round. I don't know if that's true, but it just kind of that might be like Leeds fans' propaganda about Kuehl and just, you know, doing the hate thing. I get torn because I certainly don't hate him. I certainly don't hate him. You know, the the, the actions that's followed were guttering for us as at least. And you understand that because you, you really buy into the whole mythology of Leeds, don't you? Of, of who we should like and who we don't like. Yeah, and, and and Kuehl's up there, right? Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah? We have mentioned this before. I I'm, I met with his wife. I work for the same company his wife does. And, uh, you know, I got chatting to her and she was lovely. And it was what was really interesting is the fond memories that she says Harry and her have about the Leeds United period. It, it's 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 so fascinating, really, when you when you talk about, you know, should Kuehl ever come back? Because, you know, cause, yeah, he's, he's apparently a really good coach. I think when it comes to being a manager, I was working in Nottingham yeah. when he was in charge of Notts County and I had this mutual friend who uh, did a football phoning down there and with an ex-Nottingham Forest uh, player. And they were saying he's too serious 
said if you watch him and he's saying he's too serious, he said players won't react, especially if we're in trouble. He he won't get the best out of his players. So I wonder if if, if you know if that was true, there's a, a balance there with Harry Kuehl where that he needs to figure out to become a great manager. But he's in the game, he's giving it. I heard a rumor he did go up to Middlesbrough, but his wife told me it was just to help out with one or two things. It wasn't wasn't a permanent role. But uh, that was Harry Kuehl. Um I don't know. It always feels a bit kind of like I don't know. Talking about him feels a bit weird, like you know, because I, I do. What he did was so brilliant on the pitch, but you you just got the neg side, haven't you? So yeah, it's a bit kind of bad. You you've literally got nothing to say about Harry Kuehl. Nothing at all. You just start sitting there looking at me ramble on about a guy yeah. you've got no interest in talking about. Let's just move on. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to uh, thank you, Mervin, and uh, we'll uh, bring out. Let, look, we need a, probably a stronger subject for for the next one. Uh, let's uh, lay into Hello, the homework. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much. I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. So the homework lockdown. Uh, we'll play our wonderful jingle for it in a minute, but just so you know, this is this is homework is seen as a, a negative thing. This isn't a negative thing. This is just something that you just need to do. Uh, every day uh, for five, ten minutes, maybe another legionite task to to make the lockdown days move quicker. So the question that we set yesterday was a biology. No, it wasn't a biology one. It was a history one. The biology one was uh, the episode before a history question. Legionite were the first ever team to wear a visibly branded kit and produce replica kits for a Division 1 club. But what brand of kit was it that they originally went for? Admiral. Admiral. I would say Admiral are one of... They are renowned for being a Leeds kit more than anyone, and that's probably why, because of that Don Revy side. And then when we won the league, 91-92, we went to an Admiral kit off the back of that, which I remember the the home kit being really nice, but the, we had like this yellow and blue version that the blue version in particular I thought was mint. I know it's really really nice strip, but it, it that unfortunately was associated with one of the worst seasons in our in our club's history. It was terrible. What happened did it? Uh, well, we we almost got relegated the the year at, the year after winning the league. We almost got relegated. We didn't win a game away the whole season after God. Eric Cantona left. For Man United, uh, we didn't win. Uh, I, I remember on the last game of the season, I think it was against Coventry or something. We came so close and ended up drawing three all or something like that. Oh, God. We had all kinds of disaster. We got knocked out of the Champions League by Rangers. It was a such a tough second season. That was like the Admiral season. The one element I remember about that season really enjoying was was this emergence of a young lead side that included Jamie Forrester and Noel Whelan and beating Man United youth side that included Gary Neville, Nicky Butt, Scholes, Robbie Savage at the time, uh, Beckham. Although I can't remember Beckham playing for that team at uh, Ellen Road, but we beat them in the FA Youth Cup. And I remember it by, uh, uh, Jamie Forrest just scored this amazing overhead kick after a flick on from Low Wheeling. It was it was a wonderful moment. That was the only decent memory I have from that season. Yeah. Then Admiral moved on. Like we moved on from them almost immediately and went into an A6 strip. It's like only very year. And just bad luck. Well, to me, it just felt like have we moved them on because it was such a pants season. Maybe. I can't remember. Maybe. But I, I doubt that's how the business works. So. Probably. Um, so that that was the answer, Admiral. Well done. If you do that, we're going on to a geography. 
Now, you need a pen and paper for this. Have you got a pen and paper, lad? Nope. There's a pen. There's a, we've got a bit of paper. You need to write this one down, guys, and figure it out. Okay, you ready? Geography. Figure out which club's ground you end up at the end of this journey I'm about to take you through, okay? So we're going to end up at a football club's ground after this journey. Now, we start at Ellen Road, and we head 46 miles west. We then end up at a football ground. But from that football ground, we then head 119 miles north. Again, we end up at a football ground. From that one, we then go 58 miles east to another football ground. And then the final part of the journey is 16 miles southeast. Now, where do you end up? Maybe maybe we could give people bonus points if they found out the stadiums that you end up to along the way. Are we, are we, let's do that then. Bonus let's add bonus points, points that, in there. We'll do that. So the journey, I'll repeat it again. You start at Ellen Road. You head 46 miles west. You end up at a football ground. You then head 119 miles north. You end up at a football ground. 58 miles east. End up at a football ground. And then finally, 16 miles southeast. Where do you end up? Which football ground do you end up at? That's going to be a fun one to do. Get your maps I'm out, guys. Try and figure this you out. do it. You do it. You work on it. Uh, there we go. That's uh, that's your homework lockdown. Somebody's ringing the that's a good one. I can see there's a bit of a buzz around the podcast right now. I can hear you all listening at home going, I know where that is. Um, look forward to getting your answers. You can contact uh, the Lad to Leeds podcast whenever, whenever you wish, 24 hours a day. We're at Lad to Leeds on socials, Twitter, Instagram. I took my Lad to Leeds. Just search on Facebook. Or you can email us old school, lad to Leeds at gmail.com. I'll look forward to speaking to you tomorrow. Episode 19? 19. Wow, that's uh, you're you're too busy doing your lockdown, aren't you? Yeah, that's why. Right. Anyway, we'll see you for episode nineteen tomorrow. Yeah.